You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Indeed it is Mackie and Judd, but no Phil today. He is uh, traveling back to the his digs in the Pacific Northwest. So it is a reckless speculation Thursday. Welcome aboard. It is Judd. It is Declan. And, of course, the star of Reckless Speculation Thursday, not to mention the star of every day, and a guy who's got a son who someday is going to be a big league baseball player and pay all his bills. <laughs> Only Darren, in his dreams. Darren Doogie Wolfson. And, and, Dex, before we start, too, have you seen a difference in Dukes of late? I have. Dukes. Declan! Did you drop, Judd! Did you drop some pounds there? Are you keeping I up have. with Drugie on, on the basketball court? No, not quite yet. I mean, that's okay. a work in progress. Just swat him down. But yeah, I'm <laughs> working on it. Yeah, that kid is a machine, I'm telling you. He's getting better and better every day. Another day over at Johnny Tower Camp at St. Thomas today. His 5-on-5 five five team is doing okay, although he likes to throw his teammates under the bus. So we need to work on the mental side of sports with Drugie. But the future appears to be bright. But yes, Declan, think about it. This is a holiday, right? It mm-hmm. should be. Reckless Speculation Thursday. I need energy to keep up with all the reckless speculation. Think about all the scoops I need to chase. I need to be lighter on my feet. So, yes, Declan, 18 days into my journey, I am now down 15 pounds thanks to MNFatLoss.com. That's MNFatLoss.com. It's an easy-to-follow program. There's no prepackaged foods. There's no point-counting. I enjoy a bunch of walleye, white fish, chicken breasts. I have 93.7 meat. I love asparagus, strawberries, blueberries, an easy-to-follow plan. I'm drinking more water than I ever have. I enjoy my black coffee, although you can throw a little Splend in there if you want. It keeps me going. You don't realize how important your gut is to your overall health, right? And so you eat all this junk throughout the day. You feel worn out. You just don't have the energy you need. This food gives me energy. The staff at MNFatLoss.com, too, is fantastic. They don't overwhelm you. They reach out when they need to, right? So I feel like they're a very, very capable partner. They are helping me on this journey, but it's not overbearing. So I am enjoying my time with MNFatLoss.com, a very easy-to-follow plan. I'm telling you, if I can follow it, you can as well. MNFatLoss's unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. Many patients lose. I'm looking forward to this. 20 to 30 pounds. I'm on my way in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600. That's 763-312-7600. Or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, results. May vary. Dr. Adam Schatzko, D.C., he's in charge of the program. He is rock solid. Results may vary, but I'm telling you, so far, so good on my front. And happy Reckless Speculation Thursday, Darren. And before we flipped open the mics, you said something that's music to my ears. 
because you combined you combined your own reporting with with something that I think we both have, which is years of sensing when something is up. And you're not quite sure what, but it's Reckless Speculation Thursday, so you don't have to hit it exactly. But tell the people, tell the Vikings fans out there, Purple Faithful, what you told me. Well, something is up, right? I mean, combined, Judd, you and I have, what, about 55 to 60 years, 65 years of covering sports in the Twin Cities, right? So you get to know a lot of people. You just, you have this spidey sense. Mm -hmm. And reaching out the last couple days to a number of people, either in Egan or a direct line to Egan, I'm talking specifically TCO Performance Center, And these people normally get back to me, and they're not getting back to me, which just makes me sense something is going on. Judd, we can go back any number of years where the Vikings have a tradition. It's not every year, but oftentimes, whether it's that first day, heck, I can remember oftentimes driving down 169 Mankato, right outside the dorm, right? All sorts of different contract extensions being announced, or... Now in Egan, right, and it's staggered, right? It's rookies, it's the quarterbacks for a couple days, and the rest of the vets come in whenever that is. Is it Saturday or Friday? We don't have the specific schedule yet, but week of, right? Right. Vikings training camp week of is next week, the beginning of Vikings training camp. So there's a tradition of news resonating and coming out of the Vikings organization. So I'm just sensing something is going on. I wish I could tell you exactly so, what. So many options, though, to pick from. Well, sure. A right? big menu of options. It's a right Jefferson here. extension that we have our eyes on. It's a TJ Hawkinson extension. Although I continue to say that the Vikings know they have that franchise tag in their back pocket on Hawkinson. Very reasonable number. Approximately $12, $12.5 million in all likelihood for 2024. If they need to slap the franchise tag on TJ Hawkinson, you don't want to use the franchise tag on some other positions, but tight end, that's a reasonable position to use the franchise tag. Sure. Then, of course, Daniil Hunter. Judd, I continue to hear that the Vikings want him here. Brian Flores absolutely wants Daniil Hunter here, that they are willing to give him a sizable bump for 2023, that there remains haggling over the structure of whatever 2024, 2025 potentially look like, guaranteed money beyond this year. I wish I had more information, more specifics on that. But my understanding is there's some battle going on, the two sides trying to figure out beyond 2023. Interesting stuff. Um, so off of that as well, like if if we were to um, um, combine Reckless Spe- Speculation Thursday with rankings, okay, with all of the potentially and big unresolved issues with contracts and stuff, how would you rank this as far as like the the one that you expect uh, most to get done soon? Because the Jefferson one again, I, I just I think it's important to continue to say that's going to get done, but it's a tough one. Like like if you sign, it is, Hawkinson, but that's the one, right? right? Like we know that is going to get. But done. like Hawkinson wouldn't surprise me. Like if we show no, up next week no. and they're like, okay, we because you would prefer not to franchise tag a guy because you tell me the last guy that was franchise tag that wasn't pissed off. Like you piss off the player. Um, and then Hunter though. When heck? When's the last time the Vikings? Greenway. Was it Greenway? So they, they used one on Klein Saucer ages ago. Yeah, they used it on Chad, but Chad was also aging at that. Like T.J. Hawkinson. What year was that for Chad? Was that seven, eight years ago? Fourteen, probably around two thousand fourteen. Eight, nine years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's been a long. They don't time. use it much. Yeah, I mean, Rob Brzezinski Brzezinski is not big on using the franchise. Tag. Exactly right. But anyway, 
Um, and then, and then the Hunter one to me is so interesting because I do contend for all of the people, and this seems to be a national storyline. Seems to to be this: oh, the Vikings. You know, they let Kendricks go. They let Cook go. They are clearly punting. It's like, no, they're not. Those are veteran players. The Hunter one, though, if that doesn't get done or he gets traded, that's one where I will side with that of you're not going to replace him. Daniel, you know, Daniel is not Cook. He is not Kendricks. Those guys are, or in this case, Thielen, those guys were aging out, Dukes. You know, Daniil Hunter, to me, remains an incredibly important part if this team wants to maximize what it can from a win standpoint. This coming season. Well, I will disagree on Kendricks. Like, I look forward to him coming back week three. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good addition by the Chargers that maybe schematically he wasn't the right fit and what they were trying to accomplish last year. I still think Kendricks has a good amount of football Do you? left in him. I still think Thielen for one year. I still think Dalvin Cook for one year. Yeah, yeah but, I do. But but I'm okay with those all of that. moves. Yeah, I am as well. I'm okay with those moves. And hey, Jordan Hicks, fine. Take the pay cut, come back. But you couldn't pay Jordan Hicks what you were going to pay him. Harrison Smith, right? Same deal. Hey, okay. You want to come back? Fine. But we can't pay you what you were scheduled to make. So all those moves make sense. I'm with you on Daniil. That's the one that would offer up all sorts of pause on my end. If they ultimately trade Daniil, and I'm not suggesting it may not get you know to that point, right? It could, right? Absolutely could get to that point if these two sides can't come up with a happy resolution. But I'm telling you, the Vikings want Daniil Hunter here in 2023. But if they ultimately judge trade him, that to me, that signals more than any other move that, okay, not quite the reset button, but we are acknowledging we are taking a step backwards here in 23 because we feel like, hey, 24-25, that's our better chance, our best chance to make a deep run in January. Dudes, what's the latest with Jordan Addison? I know I know Kevin O'Connell expects him to be a full go after kind of missing most of those uh, rookie mini camp practices. What do, what have you heard on the uh, Vikings rookie wide receiver? Yes, thanks for asking that, Declan. It's almost like we had some sort of pre-show production meeting. Oh, I can confirm we didn't. I know, that's the beauty. But yes, <laughs> let me read verbatim. Somebody directly tied to Jordan Addison texted with them. What day was this? Yesterday morning told... He will be fine. Quote, he will be fine. Now, does that mean that he won't or will start camp on the physically unable to perform list? That remains to be seen. Now, if you start on the pup list, you can come off whenever. But I am told he will be fine. So at least somebody now, hey, a bias, but somebody close to Jordan signifying to me, hey, nothing to worry about there. All right, I'm going to explore the space of what you started with here because the, the more I think about this, and again, Reckless Speculation Thursday, but it makes some sense, okay? Reckless and this is not, just to be very, very clear, I'm speculating, I'm jump, I'm, I'm going off the diving board that you presented me. This is not like a big, oh my God, something is up that's going to be bad. All right, are we talking about like a 10-meter diving board, a 3-meter, a 1-meter? you doing a triple get, Lindy? No, doing... it's not near a triple Lindy. It's not All near right. a triple Lindy. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a yeah. very, it's it's just, it's taking something that you get, gave me and just, uh, you know, trying to add some seasoning to it, okay? But I find it interesting, and again, it's not a big deal. So if for all of you who are about to tweet, Zolgad's making a big deal or something, I'm not. I find it interesting that we know that there's going to be an O'Connell and Quasi press conference next Tuesday, which is technically the the start of training camp. 
That's standard procedure. Yep, that is day one. Nothing Monday. Right. First day for our access right. will be Tuesday. But I wonder if we're going to get an announcement of some sort there on something. I wonder if we're going to get, because we still don't have a schedule beyond that, which seems sort of odd for PR. I mean, it's not a problem again, but it's sort of odd. And 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 to your point, if I follow your breadcrumbs and you're 1,000% right, this is sort of standard operating procedure where the Vikings often have around that time something and sometimes it's big to announce. I wonder if that's where this is going, where we are going to get, instead of just, uh, hey, training camp opens tomorrow, we're all excited to be here, if we're going to get some type of contractual announcement and and Tuesday we're going to get a, a press release that says, Quazy and O'Connell are talking, but player X, Daniil Hunter, Justin Jefferson, has been added to that that list with a major announcement. Would not shock what me whatsoever for what it's worth was led to believe we would have the Vikings schedule yesterday. That's what I was led to believe, too. And it never arrived in my inbox. Now, again, read between the lines however you want on that. But, yes, the idea that Quasey and Kevin will speak with us next Tuesday, Judd, I would not be shocked. What else could it be? Okay, so Daniil, Justin, Hawkinson. Is there anything else it could be? I don't think so. Off a quarterback? I really don't, Declan. He's yeah. so popular off a quarterback. Now they're like, we got to Yeah, I mean, fair this. question, right? Yeah. I mean, he's one of many, many pending free agents. I mean, heck, K.J. Osborne well, is KJ. entering the final yeah. year of his deal. Ezra Cleveland. I mean, there's a lot of guys. I will say this, Declan, with, with what you just said, which had crossed my mind where you might be on to something here. Or on something. And I agree with Doogie. It's probably not. But where you might be on to something here is... A, we have no idea, and I'm not quite sure they do, what their plan without Kirk would be at quarterback. And B, I got the definite impression, and I'm not sure about you, Darren, but when I asked Kirk about his contract at the last availability he had after minicamp, he was pretty definitive in saying, well, you know, it's probably... It's not going to get done, and we will talk about it again in March. And I felt there was a very definitive, I don't want to talk about it if we get to the season, which a lot of guys don't, and I don't blame them. So that's where, like, if this has been percolating behind the scenes, um, that would definitely be the wild card. Like, it would the be. huge wild card. I just don't have a sense that it's that. But I also, you know this, I haven't ruled out that Kirk is this team's quarterback right. in 2024. And if he's not, who is? Well, I mean, I don't think it's Hall. No. But, I mean, a bridge guy? And, and you can't... You know, well, what are you accomplishing with a bridge guy? Yeah, exactly. And the other thing, too, is if you... If the the Minnesota Vikings are not going to be awful, I'm pretty convinced of that. Like, they might be mid-pack, but they're not going to be awful. And most of the teams that are are going to want a quarterback. So they ain't trading you the top pick. Mm-hmm. They ain't trading you the second pick. The Bears thing was the rarity because they felt in Justin Fields, we've got our guy. But let's look at this from... Uh, well, if- I mean, Houston could be bad. Carolina could be bad. Bad. But I mean, Arizona, I think, would move on from Kyler Murray to take mm-hmm. Caleb Will- Williams. I agree. On I that. think Tampa Bay Tampa. is. Per- well, yeah. Tampa. There's your bridge guy. Well, maybe not bridge guy. <laughs> There's your guy, Kyler. Yeah, but you got to inherit that contract. I, I don't want that contract. Well, I mean, depending on how he looks coming back from the injury this year. Yeah, but, but would you consider it? Uh, there's a lot of smoke around him that I don't mm-hmm. like, man. There's a lot of smoke. And, and again, I think the whole thing of. The strategic move of moving on from Kirk Cousins is also to find that rookie quarterback who then you're paying everybody else 
but it's not biting you in the ass on the salary cap, right? So Kyler Murray, to me, that ship sailed when, when he signed the extension. But I also think that the Cardinals might say, you know, just screw it, we'll trade him. And if we if they get Caleb Williams, who I'm what I've been told is he is easily the best QB in this draft. Like we're lumping names together. Although this happens every year. Yeah. Right. That yeah, like I've true. heard some chatter about Caleb Williams being the best quarterback prospect in a number of years since since Lawrence. Right? Well, didn't we hear that this time yeah. last year about Bryce Young? Then we started to yeah, nitpick no, you're right. you're Bryce right. Young too short this, that. Right. So, you know, give it a cycle here, a pre draft cycle. There will be a lot of nitpicking of, of Caleb Williams, but you just watch USC. Right. Or when he was at Oklahoma. I mean, there's a lot to like. Then you've got the North Carolina kid. The Gophers will go down and play the Tar Heels in Chapel Hill in a couple months, mid-September. Right. Drake May. So, you know, you've got some elite quarterback prospects. No doubt about that. But yeah, it doesn't matter, Jed. I mean, they're going to be too good to be in the vicinity of being yes. able to make some sort of trade up. Yep. You're just you're not going to move from wherever they are, 14, 16, 18, 19, 20 even 11 or 12, all the way up to one or two. I would imagine those two guys go one and two. Let's uh, let's combine reckless speculation and our other favorite thing of ranking things like we like to do on Minnesota Sports, Mackie and Judd. So let's rank those four possibilities. I wrote down four things of what the Vikings could have be boiling behind the scenes that could come to fruition. I have these as the most likely from one to four. You guys tell me uh, if this is a good pecking order here. Number one, a Daniil resolution. I think that's that's the that's the biggest one here, right? Do they have a resolution for Daniel, whether that's most likely an extension or potentially a trade? The second part would be the Jefferson extension, a Justin Jefferson contract extension, mm-hmm. which has also been behind the scenes a little bit. I could see that. Third, I have TJ Hawkinson extension. Not as sexy as those first two. And actually, the fourth one is more sexier, but it, I think it's the Hawkinson extension is more likely than the fourth one. And the fourth one would be the Kirk extension. So again, from one through four, Daniel resolution, Jefferson extension, three Hawkinson extension, four Kirk extension. I feel like those are the four, one of those four things, right, should be the thing we're trying to hint at that could be happening behind the scenes. Yes, and I would rank the likelihood in that order. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when we say Daniil resolution, does that include Declan in your mind? When you say resolution, the possibility of a trade? Yes, yes. Then yes, I mean, with a bullet, right? I mean, it's... That, right? I mean, yes, number one. I don't think no this Daniel situation is going to linger into the second week of August, for example. Yeah. Right? Just as the fines start to add and up. And we don't think he's showing everything. up, right, Darren? Well, without resolution. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to be in the field that first day without resolution. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, why would he? Right? I mean, yeah. you know, when you don't show up for mandatory minicamp, yeah, I mean, that's that's the way you make a statement, right? I mean, now, mm-hmm. what's the fine money on a on a per-day basis? Oh, once training camp starts, it's it's substantial. I mean, is it fifty grand a day, twenty grand a day? Did the five figures. It was fifty yeah. grand, forty nine grand yeah. to be exact for missing the mandatory mini camp. Yeah, I'm curious what it is per day when you miss training camp. Yeah, it's going to be, and again, to go back to what we talked about with the a couple of weeks ago with the new CBA agreement too, it's not forgivable now. So he's going to lose that. He's thank you for that to, nugget. Yeah, I did yeah, not realize he, that. He's going to have to pay CBA, that. So thank now. you for that. Yeah, because this. League, yeah, remind the audience if if they didn't join us on Tuesday, just what yep. what is now the rule with the new CBA? Yep. So back in the, the day, if a player held out, once it got resolved, the team would often 
In fact, I think most time they would forgive the fine. And so the fine wouldn't count. It'd, it'd be like, okay, I supposedly lost, you know, a million dollars, but I didn't. Well, because the owners own the players at every turn in this league. It's it's absolutely disgusting. Um, they put in a, a clause to the new uh, CBA that was agreed to a few years ago, where if you're fined for missing a mini camp or training camp practice, that fine cannot be forgiven and, in fact, has to be paid regardless. So I guess you could give the guy, if you give the guy a new contract, you could overpay the contract a little bit to sort of forgive the fine. because. That, but anyway, uh, it becomes much more difficult, and that is the one. I'm, I'm with Dex. And just to be clear on the Cousins one, like, that is fourth on the list, but, like, in my mind, it's like eighth. The odds are against it. I got to think something would have got gotten out. Well, what's but I five, can't six, and sure. seven then? No, no, no. I'm just saying I like would drop it. there's nothing on a KJ Osborne no, extension. No, no, no. I, I would just so drop it to like eighth, points. and there, there'd be no, like four, five, six, and seven are vacant. Yes. And then the odds of the eighth one are very, very slim right now. Um, but it's the only other thing that I can think of that is at least at least would give the Vikings some certainty at a position where, you know, right now it's lacking. Unless there's some grand plan that we don't know and don't see, and I can't deduct that plan, um, it becomes pretty important that you, at some point in time, especially when Kevin O'Connell is your coach, have a really good idea. And the other thing, too, is, you know, there's no, there's nothing that says that in his second year with O'Connell, and vice versa as well, that Kirk couldn't have a great year. He hasn't had the same guy in a long time. And when you watched quarterback, I found it to be really intriguing. And and a credit here on both sides, Dukes. I thought it was really interesting to watch how much O'Connell, and I mean this in a good way, propped up Kirk. Like he was a strength for Kirk. And I think there were some things Kirk did that drove him crazy and probably same for O'Connell with Kirk. But um that didn't look like a guy who was desperate to move on. It looked like a guy who made some decisions, so I wouldn't be absolutely shocked. But I didn't see like, uh, okay, this is not going to, to work. I actually think Kevin O'Connell did a lot of good for Kirk. So I don't know that you would drop that guy to move on to a plan B that doesn't really exist. Well, I mean, I still wonder about Trey Lance, but there's yeah. no finality on the Niners moving on from Trey at this point. I will tell you, like in point. the interview process, O'Connell propped up Kirk a good amount. Mm -hmm. So really, everything that Kevin said in those two interviews to ultimately land the Vikings head coaching job, really a one-year partnership? That's why I just, I would not be shocked if Kirk is the quarterback in 2024. I really wouldn't. And yeah, I'm with you. I can see Kirk having a very productive year. Yeah, I mean, everything you laid out. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. I mean, I think they will miss Dalvin to some extent, but a full year of TJ Hawkinson. Whatever Addison can add yeah. to the offense, having those two elite tackles, yes. I mean, there's a lot to like about this Vikings offense. More uh, scoops and also, as always on Thursdays, reckless speculation coming. But before we get to that, I want to tell you guys about my friends at Finch Home Solutions. Meet, meet. Look at that truck right there, folks. For those of you watching, if that truck looks like a familiar color scheme, if that truck looks like comfort, like a Sunday afternoon, well, it should because... Finch Home Solutions and Cody, who does an outstanding job running the show, huge Vikings fans as well. But they're also huge fans of seeing your home protected 
with any electronical work, electrical work that, that you need, installation, repair, or any other services. If you have storm damage outside, guess what? Finch can fix it. No project is too small. No project is too big. Finch can do everything from rewiring your home completely to fixing an outlet or putting in an extra one. It is as simple as it gets. They are courteous. They are fast. They are efficient. They are everything that you want from your sports teams. Finch Home Solutions does the same exact thing. Call them now, 612-357-2604, or go to finchhomesolutions.com. Finchhomesolutions.com, a form that you can fill out. They will come out to your home. You don't even have to call if you don't want finchhomesolutions.com. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, Dukes, uh, Twins next. Yeah, well, it's too bad you don't do the TV column anymore for the Star Tribune. Whoa. I just got some interesting scuttlebutt. Oh, here we go. Local TV. Yeah. Wolves? Twins? No. Wild? Vikings related. Oh, really? Yeah, Vikings related. I'll show it to you. It's not a big deal. The audience, trust me, would think, what the heck are you even talking about that? But... For those of us in the belly of the beast, this to me is fascinating news that was that was texted I to me. I feel like yeah. you're teasing the. I feel like the fans. Well, you know what? I'll give you one. I feel like the fans should know. TV this. note: We here at Hubbard did not win the rights to the two Monday night games that are ESPN exclusive, but in each local market, Chicago and San Francisco, the Niners game, one of the Bears games, those are Monday night football games. So. Over the air, each market, right? So Chicago market, yep, San Francisco market, Twin Cities market. The game gets on one of the channels over the air. Channels, well, it will not be Channel 5, unfortunately. So there's a TV note. So how about that Thursday first night segue? But I'll still let you read this note here in a sec. Darren, thir- Thursday night game, the same way. That goes to to a it will. local so, yeah, affiliate week two, as well. Yeah, the Philly game, okay. which is Amazon Prime. Okay. will go to one of the local stations. That bidding is still ongoing. There's okay. not a resolution right. on that. So, you know, we'll see. We're trying, but, you know, we didn't get the other two. You know, let's see how this one plays out. It's tough. Absolutely. All right. So, yeah, so twins. Next? Yep. Absolutely. So, here's an update on Caleb Thielbar, his oblique situation. Let me read it verbatim. Maybe a weekish or so away from a rehab assignment, so he's still weeks away from re-entering the Twins' bullpen. Yeah, for Caleb though, bullpens are going well. Still needs to face hitters, which is happening soon. Then go from there, but it'll definitely be a rehab assignment. <sighs> Not like Caleb Thielbar is being thrust back right into that Twins' bullpen. Here is the update on Brock Stewart. Not an elbow issue, a forearm issue. Mm. Feeling good. And he's been throwing from, you know, 120 feet. He's been on the mound, right? So he's progressing very well. I think what the Twins are trying to figure out is, does Brock Stewart need a rehab assignment, or could he just re-enter the Twins' bullpen here, maybe when they get back from from this current road trip, if not later this week, maybe early next week. So still to be determined on Brock Stewart, but of the two, Stewart and Thielbar, two guys that absolutely could help 
the Twins bullpen right now. Although, how about Emilio Pagan last night? High leverage situation. Looking good. pretty good. I like that because I'm telling you, he is my favorite interview in that Twins clubhouse. Regardless, Theobar and Stewart would help that bullpen. It looks like Stewart will return before Theobar, but both guys do back at some point before the season is over, well before the season is over. Dukes, I was texting with a mutual friend of ours yesterday, and I was wondering, when the heck is Brooks Lee going to come up to St. Paul? I think he's leading the Texas League in doubles. He's got an LPS that's near 900. I mean, he's just dominating double-A. This guy can get a promotion. I was told I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised if he gets called up soon. It's probably more likely a end-of-August, early September call-up. Uh, for the Twins' first-round pick from last year. I agree with whoever you texted with, Declan. So here's the dilemma. It's a good dilemma, I suppose, but the issue that Toby Gardenhire, Twins, Saints folks have, okay, so you've got Jorge Polanco right now on a rehab assignment needing to play the infield. Jose Miranda will be back in a few days, play the infield, all right? Because Miranda is not coming back to the Twins in all likelihood. Maybe I'll be wrong on that, but I think you need some opportunities for Jose Miranda. Then Austin Martin. Now, Austin Martin has played a little left field, but Austin Martin, remember him from the Jose Barrios trade? Off the radar. Former top five pick just a few years ago coming out of Vanderbilt. Well, he is at AAA now. He's dealt with some injuries, but he's at AAA now, but he's been playing some second base, right? So now, Brooks Lee, you're thinking shortstop or third base, that it shouldn't be that difficult to actually create opportunities for him at shortstop. Like, why couldn't he play shortstop tonight in Omaha for the Saints? But the Saints are still giving some other guys some looks. Hey, there's something to be said about keeping the Wichita franchise relevant, right? So, yes, I think it's sooner rather than later. But, yes, I think sometime in August. Maybe it's more like mid-August, not late August. Although late August wouldn't surprise me. I do think we will see Brooks Lee with the Saints before the year is over, but I don't sense a move is imminent. Let's talk about a guy who I, I see conjecture on Twitter about how are they going to keep him in the lineup when Polanco comes back? What are, Edward Julian, okay? Now he is he has very big deficiencies at second base. But Dukes, I mean, he's something like 15 for his last 33 or something ridiculous. He's, he's not going. Anywhere. He's not exactly. So Here's my thought process. Tell, tell me if your spies uh, can at least confirm that I might be on the right track. A couple of things. One is Polanco has a hamstring problem. He aggravated it. He's not going to come back and play second base every single day. Like like the days of, at least in 2023, the days of Polanco being an Iron Man are probably going to be pulled back. Second of all, you know, Buxton has not played in two games, and the Twins' offense looks really damn good. Now, Byron Buxton is going to get back. I'm guessing he's going to hit sixth through ninth at some point in time. Yeah, I mean, he'll be in the lineup today. But the point today is... Today game in Seattle. He'll be in the lineup today. Sure, but the point is this. Julian, between playing second base when Polanco doesn't, and DHing, because I, I think this whole thing of, well, it's Buxton, and nobody is now going to go by the wayside. There's going to be plenty of bats in the big leagues, not in St. Paul, for Julian. Do you agree with that? I agree. Yes. I okay. mean, Edward Julian isn't going anywhere. The other thing I continue to think about is the possibility of Byron Buxton, who continues to do some pregame work, playing center field again. Ooh. Hmm. Byron, Ooh, I'm telling you. On. Now, hey, oftentimes an organization, a team needs to, you know, hold a player back, protect the player from himself or herself. But like, I sense Byron would be ready to play center field today. But he is ready to get back out there. So imagine the possibilities if Byron was back in the field. Put it this way. The Twins have not ruled out 
that for the rest of the year it's exclusive that Buck will not play in the field, that he'll just be a DH. They are still open-minded to the possibility of Buck playing in center. And I'm just telling you, my sense is Buck is ready to play in center. The other thing I think about, the arm strength isn't necessarily there, but will Jorge Polanco get any looks at third base on this rehab assignment? So he had a day off last night. He'll be back in the lineup tonight in Omaha. He has yet to play the field, but that's coming. Whether that's tonight or tomorrow, they will get Jorge Polanco in the field. Would you try him at all at third base? So I will continue to keep an eye on that situation. That has not been determined. So at this point, the answer is no, they won't. Right. But I just wonder if it's something that they are kicking about internally. Plus, I mean, you could extend this rehab assignment a little bit. It's not like it's a foregone conclusion that Polanco needs to be back at target field on Monday. Now, I do think maybe the initial plan was next week, early to mid next week, that Polanco would be back at target field. But maybe you don't need to make that decision as soon as Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Mm. But yes, I mean, bottom line, Julian isn't going anywhere. Julian, they realize the importance of having him in the lineup. Any uh, trade deadline steam? As uh, I know, Oakland moved reliever yesterday. Doogie, do you see and sense the Twins are starting to formulate more of those plans? I know things have been bubbling behind the scenes for a little bit, but do you expect the Twins uh, to start making moves here? Or are we kind of going to wait until we get closer to the actual deadline? Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, Declan, we're, what, 12 days out? But yes, I fully expect things to really ramp up about four days out, 96 hours Prior, they continue to be on the lookout for a right-handed bat, although I heard you guys kick about the idea of Cody Bellinger, mm-hmm. who I love. Reverse splits. And hey, he is mashing lefty pitching, especially this month, but really this entire year now for his career, hits righties better than lefties, like a lot of left-handed hitters do. He is also eligible. Declan, correct me if I'm wrong, Bellinger is eligible for a qualifying offer. Uh, yeah, he's also got like a team op, or there's some weird option at the end of his. But you would need contract. to trump. So yeah. you know, if the Cubs are thinking, okay, you know, the logical move is, hey, we will extend him a qualifying offer, and if he leaves, we'll get a draft pick. Right. That you would need to trump that draft pick, right, as a return for Chicago. Plus the possibility of Chicago thinking, well, we have Marcus Stroman as this trade chip. Let's combine Stroman with Bellinger. Hey, Houston, you could use both. Hey, right. some other organizations, Toronto you could use wants both. Stroman back. Yeah, so, hey, can we get a lot more sending Stroman with Bellinger? Bottom line, I would be surprised if Bellinger landed here. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I mean, I understand that you guys would, would toss him out. I mean, somebody like Tommy Pham, Hunter Renfro, a pending free agent outfielder, corner outfielder, righty bat, that to me makes the most sense. Teoscar Hernandez is intriguing. I mean, he mashes lefties, right? And Seattle at this point, I mean, I don't know where Seattle's going. I mean, you're not catching Houston or Texas in that division. Can you get as high as that last wild card spot? Well, now you need to jump about two or three teams. I just don't see it with the Seattle Mariners. So do the Mariners go in sell mode? But that's where a team like that, Declan, wants to give itself at least another seven to eight days to fully evaluate, okay, do we have any chance or don't we? And if we don't, then it would make sense to trade a pending free agent like Hernandez. Final scoop, sir. Clean out the scoop reckless speculation bag, if you'd be so kind. Former NBA player Roger Mason Jr. Hired by the Timberwolves front office. His official title, I want this title at some point in my life, consultant. 
All right, so he's a consultant. I'd love to be a consultant. I would love. Started in the 90s. The consultant business is the greatest business in the world. Correct. Yeah, this sucks changing. I'm going home. Nate Knight to the New York Knicks, the Gerson Rosas influence. I remember Gerson just yeah. gushing to me Knight. when they landed Knight. They beat out the Thunder and the Warriors at the time a couple of years ago. It's a one-year, two-way deal. The Wolves had an opportunity to bring him back, parted ways. He became an unrestricted free agent, so he signs a one-year. I think it was reported as a two-way. I don't know if the one-year part was out there or not. If it was, I apologize. If not, there you go. So Nate Knight to the New to York me, Knicks, one-year, two-way contract. Rachel Banham doesn't need surgery on her thumb, but that is a multi-week injury for the Lynx guard. The MLB pick deadline to sign is Monday. I still fully expect the Twins to sign Walker Jenkins and Charlie Soto. Walker Jenkins is not signing for below slot. The slot is like 7.1, 7.15. It's over $7 million. So I fully expect both guys to still sign, but the deadline is fast approaching on Monday, George Clawson, the Gophers pitcher, signs with the Phillies. The money is $300,000, about $18,000 over the slot there in the sixth round. Throws at 100 miles per hour. So, intriguing arm for the Phillies to develop. Brett Bateman from Moundsview High School, Gophers outfielder. He signed with the Cubs. He was an eighth round pick. He got under slot. I don't have the exact number, but slightly under slot. So, the Gophers baseball program loses two key players mm. Brett Bateman and George Clawson. Mm. All right, Dukes, thanks much, and we'll talk to you for uh, some more scoops. Phil will be back, by the way, on uh, Tuesday. Declan, tell the people what they need to know. That's right. You can hit the subscribe button. And also, let me uh, let me tell you about my friends at EcoFun here. We got a little special notice from our friends at EcoFun that I want to tell the audience about. It's Vander Hall Demo Days this Saturday, okay? All e-bikes will be buy one, get one 50% off, and here to demo all day. In fact, there'll be Grunhofer's uh, meats there. Got brats, you got your cheese oh, nice. steaks. Uh, why don't you eat a brat and take a test ride? Those are two of my favorite things. Uh, Go to EcoFunMotorsports.com to go check out all those great options. In fact, you can even get uh, buy one. Let's see here. If I can pull up the right thing on the EcoFun site. Buy one, get one. Buy one Bentelli or scooter electric bike at regular price and then get the second one at equal or lesser value for 50% off. So plenty of great options at EcoFun Motorsports. Go check them out. Go support our sponsors. Yes, hit that subscribe button too. Ailey, Minnesota Sports Entertainment. This is our scoop session. Go to Purple Daily. That is his 10 most underappreciated Vikings list. A surprise at number 10 for me, at least. I was surprised that we had a guy there. Go check him out. Purple Daily Daily, Vikings Entertainment and Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd.